0: It's Amy's Table, A Girl's Guide to Living, with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Rebecca Lang is a food writer, cooking instructor, and a ninth-generation Southerner. She was born and raised in South Georgia, and she's the author of four books, including Southern Living's Around the Southern Table and Quick Fix Southern. And she's joining me today on Amy's Table. Hi, Rebecca. Welcome. Good morning. How are you? Great. You know, I want you to tell me a little bit about the mystique behind Southern hospitality.
1: Well, you know, it's funny. I think that it's something we as Southerners are born with. Um, And it seems like when you're in the South that everything is tied to having people over to your home, rolling out the red carpet, and just being as welcoming as we can be. And I think that's something that's kind of an innate sense that we all have. Maybe a God-given right. I don't know which one you'd rather call it. But it seems that way when we go to other places that everybody has a little bit of that, too. It's not just the South. I think we get a lot of credit for it, and other people may not.
0: Although I will tell you, whenever I talk to a Southern cook, I always share the story of when I lost my aunt who lived in Nashville, and Mm -hmm. all of her neighbors— all of them came by with sandwiches. And, you know, it was just like so beautiful. Oh, and they made sure that everyone was put up. I mean, it was there was a lot of Southern hospitality going on, and I, I thought it was beautiful, really beautiful, and, and with a different you know, with flair.
1: The general, it's the best. The South shows everything that we have to offer, and it's people crowd around you and people take care of you and love you. And really for most of us, that's the way that we show how much we love is that we bring food. So a lot of times, even in big cities like Nashville, um, that happens where neighbors and friends pull out recipes. And I know in the town where I grew up down in South Georgia in a town called McRae, the minute that you heard somebody passed away, women went either straight to the grocery store or straight in the kitchen and, and got working. And it was you know, I, you probably saw this in Nashville. The, I did. The food covered everything where you can't even see the countertop and the tabletop anymore. It is truly amazing.
0: Yep, it is. It is. So we can all grab a little of this, even if we weren't born with it. We can learn a little bit about it with your book, Southern Living Around the Southern Table. and And tell me a little bit about your approach
1: to food. Well, I love to do Southern food that is fresh. And what I call is honest food. So I have two children. I have a three year old and a seven year old, and I will never cook anything that I am not proud to serve my children. So I think Southern food needs to go back to the roots, which is the movement is what's happening right now is we're going back to the roots of where Southern food was fresh, and it was off the farm, and it came, it, you know, if it wasn't on the farm, it came from just a couple of miles down the road, and we ate only seasonal food and that's that's what southern food is meant to be it is not meant to be something with a lot of preservatives and canned ingredients stirred in it's supposed to be fresh and wholesome and good um but i'm still a woman who loves my butter i don't claim to be um, <laughs> the healthiest cook in the world but i want it to be all wholesome and and good and honest and that's my approach and i also try to do a little bit of something new and fresh and young and um fun to it so i may do um a good ribeye steak, but I put some bourbon butter on top. I mm. always try to do something that's a little bit, kind of kind of a little surprise, but still staying very true to my roots. I think that's
0: what really delights not just your family, but your guests if they come to a meal at your home. So what are some of your entertaining staples?
1: I entertain quite often, and I really stick to the rule that you have to have as much made ahead as possible. So when I'm choosing a menu to do a party, I try to make sure that everything can be done even a day in advance, and that way I can clean up before they get there. I like, I know this sounds kind of crazy, but I like to start a party with an empty dishwasher. So that way when the party is over, I can finish up, put everything in the dishwasher, and my husband and I can go straight to bed. And. Smart. It makes it easier, but you have to really think ahead. So on the line of thinking ahead, I think pimento cheese, which is one of my favorite things on the planet, that can be made ahead, and it's easy to either put in sandwiches, on crackers. You can put it in celery, pickled okra, whatever you'd want to do. It's so versatile. And then I do a lot of things that are kind of um, little pickup food that actually leaves you feeling full, but you're not sitting down to a – uh, meal per se so I like to do sliders I like to do miniature versions of things I do hush puppies a lot of times mm. be reheated in the oven um, and I always 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 serve something sparkling most of the time it's champagne just because I love it and it's fun and it's festive and it gets everybody all the all of a sudden gets everybody off to a really good start um, and I think something people overlook when entertaining that I love to do is to serve barbecue because I can make, I can put a Boston butt on the grill outside, and it can go all day while I'm doing all other things, and then it serves a ton of people. So you really have very little effort as far as active time that goes into serving a crowd. So I have a really good recipe in around the southern table for a spiced and smoked Boston butt that is just take your breath away. But, um, but so I just focus on make ahead, be done because your your guests are coming over ultimately to spend time with you, not necessarily just to eat. Which I you know I love to do that too. But people want to visit with you, and they don't want you to be cleaning up in the kitchen and and to be working so yeah. hard in front of them. They they, they
0: don't. That's right. That stresses them out and takes away that whole relaxed vibe. So I'm with you. Yeah. Make ahead as much as possible, and foods yeah, that people want people to see.
1: Yes, and and I I try not to make my guests have to say can I help you? Can I do this? Can, let me help you clean up. Because I know people come over to relax. I never, never want somebody in my house to feel like they need to wash a dish or to to lift a finger. I want them to be here on like a mini vacation. So I, I and my husband is the same way where we make a a big, big effort not to ever clean up, not a dish when somebody is here. So I want them to sit and relax, and I just stack things in the sink, but that's as far as it goes. Nothing ever is washed. Nothing's put in the dishwasher. So I can spend even till the last minute before they walk out the back door with the guests
0: that are here. Yep, that's that's great. Oh, well, I'm ready to come sit at your table. Have a little of what you're <laughs> serving up. It sounds good. What? Well, if you're just joining us, we're speaking with Rebecca Lang about her latest Southern living book called Around the Southern Table. And you can also find lots of information about Rebecca at her website, RebeccaLangCooks.com. But of course, I'll put that all on Amy's table. But Rebecca, so, you know, I, I understand your approach to entertaining and make-ahead. What are some things that you always keep in your fridge?
1: oh, my fridge is such a fun place. Sometimes I just stand in front of it and look and just get so hungry. But I try to be very well stocked all the time because when I'm working on recipes, I kind of go to the refrigerator, honestly, Amy, and sit there and look for inspiration. So, yep. Um, which I know a lot of people probably don't hang out in their refrigerator, but I tend to do it more than most. But I always have goat cheese. I love goat cheese. I put it on nearly everything. big um, preserves are a staple that is, with us all the time I make a huge batch every fall and it lasts us through all year so I put it on everything from cheese to toast to everything it goes everywhere I always have organic eggs I'm a big believer that they taste better I think that they cook better Um, and I always have butter I only use unsalted butter because I feel like if you start with less salt I can always add more in the back end but I can't take away salt if I've started with salted butter um, and because I have the two small children, we go through probably three gallons of whole milk a week. So I have half of the top of the refrigerator at all times is filled with um, organic whole milk.
0: So you ha- you are packed to the gills, especially wanting to entertain adults and feed ch- you know children uh, right. well at the same time. So are your kids you know having a pretty expanded palate, or do you find yourself doing one thing for a party and another for the kids?
1: Well, that's an, that's an excellent question. I had my seven-year-old, my oldest, which he, when I was pregnant with him, I just assumed I would have a child who came to the world eating sushi and just loved <laughs> everything, and God gave me a surprise with a picky, picky child. So, you know, the things that you say as a parent you'll never do before you become a parent, yep. and um, they come to get you, but, but he's, he's getting better. I have tried, and it's very, as from a parent, it is so frustrating probably the most frustrating thing I've ever dealt with is for me to love food the way that I do and have a child who does not. So I have to gradually expand what he eats, and we're still working on it. I think it's going to be a long, long process, but he is getting better. And I'll tell you what helps is getting him in the kitchen when he makes something and when he gets dirty and feels that flour, he loves to eat biscuits. So yep. um, my youngest, my 3-year-old, eats everything from crawfish to chicken livers.
0: Oh, good girl. There you go.
1: (laughs) But a lot of times when we have over uh, families, I do do kind of a little different version for the children. Not very much because I don't ever want the children to feel like they have a totally separate menu. I think that's teaching a bad lesson.
0: I do, too. Um,
1: So if I do barbecue, for example, like I was mentioning a moment ago, I'll do tiny little sliders for them. And I'll do, if I do um, sorbet for the grown-ups, I may take that exact same mixture and make popsicles for them.
0: Oh, see, um, that's perfect. That's the way to sort of let them slide into that more sophisticated palate, but, you know, also give them kid-friendly foods. Well, I'm sure they love the recipe that you're sharing with us for double BLTs, and I'm going mm. to actually put that recipe on amystable.com. But just send us off with a tip on what makes your BLT, double BLT, so wonderful.
1: The best thing is a ripe this minute, a ripe, ripe summer tomato. A bad tomato on a BLT is going to throw the whole thing down the drain. So get those tomatoes right now that are coming off the vine and they're warm from the sun. I know y'all, I've just been in Cincinnati and I know you have lots of great warm weather just like we do. And this is the time. Make use of it and, and really use those tomatoes that are fresh and homegrown if you've got them or from a farm nearby. And good quality bacon makes a huge difference yeah you sit down to a a blt that's really good like this one is it is one of the true gifts of summertime so don't miss out
0: yeah Mm, well i'm going to put that recipe on amystable.com and also direct you to more information about rebecca lang and her book around the southern table rebecca it's been a pleasure to speak with you and learn a little bit about your southern hospitality thank you
1: thank you so much it's been fun
0: Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q! It's Amy's
1: Table with Amy Tolman. Yeah.
0: Q102.